You're listening to the Trafficking Conversion Show. I'm your host, Michelle Fernandez. Sadly, summer is coming to an end. It's back to school and back to a regular routine for us adults. Today is all about how to get back into work mode after summer. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Traffic and Conversion Show, where it's all about helping online entrepreneurs amplify their content, build their influence, and convert their leads into sales to grow a profitable business and a life they absolutely love. Now, let's get this party started. Welcome back to the show. Am I the only one who feels like summer just flew by? Like, OMG, as much as I was working on taking things slow and taking time to enjoy the pool and the beach and being with my family, man, it went by fast. And the really great thing is that we have like so many great memories to reflect on and really to cherish. And I don't know about you, but it's difficult for me to be productive when I'm not on a schedule or in my regular routine, right? So every summer I get thrown off, right? With all the interruptions of the kids or other activities, maybe traveling that we don't normally do during the other seasons of the year. So I wanted to do this episode to share what I do to get back into work mode after summer. Now, if you're driving right now, you may have to go back and listen to this episode because I'm going to be sharing some actionable tips. So you might want to go back and take notes. All right. So you ready? Well, let's start with me saying sometimes you may feel like you are so far behind and everything is just out of control. Right. So before you dive in to getting back into work mode, like minimize the chaos on your return. Right. So block out a few hours and maybe even like maybe not all those few hours are at one time. However, it is preferred that you do block out a pretty big chunk of time. Now I'm talking, you can even like, maybe you go to Starbucks or the library, sit in a park bench where obviously you're able to get Wi-Fi. I've even rented a hotel room for the night just to have some quiet time all to myself to really sit and reflect, right? All right. So here's the first thing I do. Revisit my goals. I take quick evaluation of what I had set out to do in the beginning of the year And then I also look at what I've accomplished, right? And of course, I do a happy dance to celebrate. And then I ask myself, have any of these goals that I haven't accomplished or just the goals in general, like has anything changed? Do I still want the same things? Has something changed as a result of maybe hitting some goals, right? So where where am I right now? And I don't mean to totally scrap something to start something new because you have shiny object syndrome. I mean, did one of the things that you did before summer now requires you to do something else or maybe a next step to like that one thing before starting the next? Does that make sense? So basically, do you still feel aligned with what you set out to do? For example, I was originally thinking of offering a group coaching program for those who get into my ads course, right? But as I started seeing what people really needed was a done with you program where I hold their hand, teaching them how to write compelling ad copy, how to hone in on their targeting to get more conversions on their campaigns, right? And how to do several other things when it comes to ads and really when it just becomes to marketing in general, right? To give them that skill set that no matter what they want to do, whether they just want to run a lead gen, if they want to just do brand awareness, 
maybe they want to do a webinar, like they will have that, like those skills so sharp in that toolkit of theirs that they'll be able to do it with me holding their hand, right? And teaching them all these things. So that entails creating some sort of a launch vehicle to get them into this program, right? So I created a targeting workshop and mapped out a three-month coaching program, right? So I did have to tweak my goal just a little bit, but notice I still wanted to do the same goal um, group coaching program. So I just modified like what was going into there. So I modified the task to be able to deliver what my client was looking for. Right. Does that make sense? Is that something that maybe has happened to you where you're like, oh, I was thinking this, but now that I've done some market research, this or now that I actually see it, maybe it was something that you really wanted to do. And then you got into it and you're like, oh, not so much. I want to do this anymore. Right. All right. So just think about that. And like I said, don't just say, oh, well, so-and-so is doing this. So now I'm going to do this, right? Like really hone in on what you're aligned to and what is going to help the people that you serve the most. All right. So then I visualize if you think about, if you think about it, really like the six month mark is an excellent time to check in, right? So summer is about seven, maybe eight month mark, (laughs) but what else could you possibly want to accomplish by the end of the year? And it seems like a shorter period of time, but sometimes when we have these short deadlines, we actually accomplish more, right? So when you visualize yourself, like what do you want December or New Year's Eve to, what do you want to celebrate? What do you want to have accomplished um, in order not to be in the same position that you were last New Year's Eve? That has always been the biggest motivator for me is I always need to be progressing. I never want to like show up and say, oh, like I'm complaining about the same things I was last year, or I'm in the same financial position or the same time freedom position that I was in last year, right? So really just visualize where you want to be on New Year's Eve. Okay. And maybe it's something personally, like maybe a new workout or meal plan. Maybe it's starting to do date nights with your partner. Maybe it's scheduling a massage once a month, taking just some me time, right? Take some time and journal or do a brain dump of everything that you would like to do. Now, it doesn't mean that you're going to do it, But while you're visualizing, something may come up or while you're doing this journaling or brain dumping that you'll be like, oh my gosh, yes, I like, I want to do this. Now, that doesn't mean, like I said, that you would do it now, but you may want to love it for later, right? So what is the most important thing to do first? And then you can fall into that. For me, it was looking to create some new habits and non-negotiables because I am super guilty of allowing other things to just get in the way of what I'm doing. I've always put myself last. So I knew that I needed to take better care of my physical and mental health. So I started working out in the mornings and I do a monthly massage and a monthly facial now. So I did not do all these things at the same time. They were like adding one in at a time because especially when it comes to my health, like with me being so busy and running my agency and everything, I just think of, oh my gosh, I'm going to do like 20 things at one time. And that just never happens, right? Because it's just too much. And as, as, as much as you're in, you have good intentions of getting that done, it's just sometimes physically impossible, right? Well, since I wasn't being disciplined enough to sit down 
and do nothing because I always grab my laptop. Like I literally, this is sad to say, and yes, I am admitting this publicly. Like I literally work in my office, right? And then I'll go out to sit with my husband and watch TV. And I literally grab my laptop and why we're like, I'm kind of not really watching TV. I'm more like, okay, let me check on these ad campaigns. Let me see what I have to do tomorrow. Like whatever it is, um, I was allowing myself to be working all the time. I wasn't really turning my brain off. I just thought, okay, sitting here watching TV, especially some of the shows that my husband watches, let's just be real. It's like, I want to spend time with him, but the show doesn't interest me, but I don't want to waste my time watching TV. So I thought, well, if I'm working or I'm learning, so I might like watch a course or something like that. I just felt like well, that was my excuse. <laughs> this is me not working, but I was working, right? Um, I knew that I had to actually get out of the house where I couldn't use my laptop, which is why we love pool time so much because I can't use the laptop in the pool. Although I have been guilty of having it poolside and I'll check on a couple of things, but it's like, I can't just stand in one place, like in the pool, right? Anyway, super crazy. So when we go to the beach on Sunday mornings, I bring a book and I sit and I read for a couple of hours. That was another habit I created is that every morning after my workout, because I'm just too hot to get into the shower, like I just feel super overheated. So I take about 15 minutes and I read a book. So 15 minutes is not a whole long of a time, but it gives me time to drink some water, to kind of like relax, cool down a little bit, fill my brain with something good. That was another habit that I started to create. So what habits are you looking to create? I would love to know because those are so good when you get them down, especially because um, when you talk about self-discipline and you actually stick to these habits or stick to these non-negotiables, oh my goodness, you will see like leaps and bounds or even just feel so good that for me, I can speak for myself is that I am not working all the time. I actually can say, Hey, when someone says, how was your weekend? Or what did you do this week? I can actually say some cool things that I did other than I was working. Right. And you don't have to add in all the habits at once. You could just do one at a time. Maybe each month you add one thing, or if you know, Oh my gosh, September is going to be crazy town. Maybe you put it to start in October. All right. Then I prioritize what should be done first in order to move the needle on everything else. So think of it like the dominoes, right? Um, which domino do you need to knock over first that will then knock over all the other dominoes? This is so important. And some of my clients do find it difficult to figure out, well, wait, which domino is it, right? So if I wanted to get this three-month coaching program completed before the winter holidays, right? I wanted to say, okay, I want everybody in for three months and I want them done before Christmas because, you know, or I should say winter holidays, um, not Thanksgiving, um, because a lot of people, they maybe not buy because they don't want to be working. That's when they're shopping. That's when they're doing their holiday parties and, you know, spending time with their family. Their kids are home on from school. So what I did is I reverse engineered everything right backwards to figure out, well, when do I need to launch this targeting workshop, right? So I decided September 14th, if I can get everybody on that webinar or that workshop, it's not really a webinar, it is a workshop on September 14th, then I could start the three-month coaching program right after and we would be done before the winter break, right? Then it's easy enough to map out the project board to work on all the deadlines, right? So do you have project boards? We use ClickUp and I literally have every detail in there. 
right? So it's literally task by task. Like, let's just say when it comes to building out this um, workshop, it's kind of like, okay, what do I need to do? I need to prepare what I'm going to talk about. I need to decide on a topic. What is my framework going to be? What am I going to go over? I need to present the slides and create a workbook. There's so many details. Then it comes to your funnel or your sales page, writing copy, like all these things. And then who is going to do what? And a due date must be written to it next to it, right? And this makes it so easy to create an action plan for you to block out your calendar. So if you have it on the calendar, it becomes a non-negotiable. There's no moving it. And trust me, I used to move things from week to week all the time. And then it would be months and I would sit and say, why haven't I done this? Well, because I kept putting other things in front of it, right? So it goes back to those non-negotiables. So there's no more wondering why things aren't happening or you're not reaching your goals. And I love looking at my calendar and click up to see what I'm supposed to do to be working on the week ahead. So I'm no longer anxious on Sunday nights because it's all mapped out for me, right? Yes, it will take you time to build that project board and come up with the dates. However, it makes it so easy that I know that I am not forgetting anything. I wake up each morning and move through the day with focus and purpose, right? So wouldn't you feel pretty powerful <laughs> that every day you knew what we, what you were supposed to be working on, what's going on in your business, and know what you are taking inspired action towards your dreams, where you can trust all that you're working towards will happen in due time, right? So one of the quick tips that I also do is Sunday nights, I always look at the week ahead, right? It's not always Sunday nights. It's sometimes over the weekend, but I definitely want to know like what's going on every Monday with my team. We are looking at our 90 day goals. What are those targets going to be? And honestly, I look at them every day and I want to make sure that nothing is falling off. Where is somebody stuck? Are you stuck on something and you, you can't get access to it or whatever? Are you waiting something for me? Am I being the bottleneck? Like these are the things that you need to be constantly tracking and looking up so you can get ahead. So you don't fall behind, right? But just to get back into the swing of things, right? You need to have some sort of like that project management where you can go back off of and know, okay, these are the deadlines. And if I don't hit these deadlines, how is this going to push back? So for me, if I didn't hit the deadlines, well, now I'm going to be pushing things back towards the winter break? And then am I going to lose clients? So what is the consequence of moving those back, right? Just even in addition to your own dreams not being fulfilled, it's like, are these going to affect your customers, right? And, and are you going to be providing a disservice to them, right? And a pro tip in getting back into work mode is to block out time to check in on your product progress, like reflect on what worked, what didn't, and what might you do different? That's something I always do every week. I used to do it every day. Um, not so much anymore. I, I check in like at least two times a week where I kind of take evaluation. If I had a little hard day or I'm like, okay, everything was totally thrown off today or something in particular with maybe a system or something we have or with a client, I definitely look at it and say, okay, 
what is going on here? What worked? What didn't? What can we do differently to improve this next time? Right. Because we are all human and we're all taking a stab at this. Right. And we're creating these systems and these processes of what we think will work. We have no ill intention to mess up something on purpose. Right. Think we are human. Things fall through. It's just like, what can you do at that point to improve it for the next time? What can you do to recover with that client? Right. So I hope this helped you getting back into work mode after summer and crushing your 2021 goals. And I really hope you enjoyed the show. And until next time, happy marketing. There's never been a more crowded market in the online world. And every day you are constantly fighting the masses for attention of your ideal client. And we all know that in order to have a successful business is by keeping a steady flow of new leads and sales. And in order to get that, you need a steady flow of new followers to be able to build new relationships and make connections. Getting a steady flow of new followers in such a crowded market is easier than you think. I've created a simple strategy that will help you cut through the noise and connect with your ideal clients quickly and effectively so they will want to work with you. It's all about connecting and converting new leads in 45 seconds and turning those eternal scrollers into paying clients in just 45 seconds. Whether you're still growing organically or ready to pour some money into paid advertising, this simple strategy will bring in new leads who are warmed up and ready to hand over their cash. If you're tired of wasting time and money on trying to stand out, then you're going to want to grab my guide at themichellefernandez.com forward slash four five to help you stand out from the crowd so you can scale with ease. wait before you go you know there has got to be a better way to get more sales and be more profitable one that is predictable and scalable but it's hard to know where to turn when you feel like you've tried it all and are not even sure you trust your own judgment anymore well as always i got you i made a hundred percent free video training that covers it all including why rinse and repeating is causing you to go broke. More leads is not the only way to scale. And the one thing that's preventing your leads from converting into a sale. Let's get off the leads and roller coaster once and for all. Sign up and save your seat for my free live training and start taking control of your business growth today. Go to themichellefernandez.com forward slash training and save your seat now. And I will see you live inside the training.